Welcome back to another episode of Agni Rising. I'm Natasha Rachel of Holistic Herbal Wisdom. And I'm Kieran Kaur of Luna Kind. Two sisters inspired to come together to share the wisdom of astrology, Ayurveda, self-discovery and cultivating connection with the self. So today's episode we've chosen to talk about rest and there are a couple of different reasons as to why we chose this topic and kind of based on our own experience with maybe struggling with rest but also feeling the kind of changes in the world currently. Yeah, I think it's really important because I think as a conditioned society, uh, we can overlook the importance of resting, taking a break, taking time out, especially as a society that is so obsessed with productivity and doing things. Mm. And it almost puts people in that frame of mind of, oh, you know, I can't rest because I've got to do this, A, B, C. Or I can't rest because it equates to being lazy, like negative connotation. So I think these days, though, there is more focus on wellness and looking after yourself and self-care. But I still think there is a lot of shame around rest. It's almost like when we're conditioned and programmed to work, work, work. And, you know, that being the only thing to look at of how good you're doing in life or how much effort you put in even when you're trying to focus on self-care and wellness we can often be quite hard on ourselves and not allow ourselves to break you know even as like with us we are also both yoga teachers and so we know the importance of rest and recuperation and you know balancing the nervous system and really looking after ourselves but equally we're both type a people And we're like, can do crazy things that really, you know, pushing our boundaries in terms of, oh, I need to finish this, I have to do this. And we also, rest goes out the window. So it's not even about having the awareness because we can have the awareness that, okay, my body is saying stop, but my mind is taking control and it's like, no, you need to carry on. I think like a lot of people, I struggled with understanding the benefit of rest and that might sound really silly in some ways. Like even when I first came into into movement practice of yoga, mm. it was so important to me to continue moving. Like yeah. the, the learning that sitting and breathing in a position reaps benefit regardless of whether you're moving through postures yeah. is a very different experience. And then understanding that yin yoga and restorative yoga are different forms still yoga, um, still very beneficial. And just understanding that rest is just as productive Mm. as being productive. Because just because you do not get a tick on, you know, resting, um, even though maybe that's something we should introduce so that we we understand that we're But then I feel like that's almost problematic in itself because now you're saying, okay, we need to know that rest is productive. Mm. It's almost like you're saying, okay, you're tying it back to that. So it's still like a pat on the back and like you're doing something. And it's like, and I just thought while you were sharing that, I think a lot of conditioning comes from our like um, heritage, our background, our culture, Mm -hmm. because depending on like, you know, what culture you are raised in or your background, there very much is an emphasis mm-hmm. on um, work, work, work. Yeah. Especially like coming from a family that um, our grandparents had to, came to this country and had to work really hard um, uh, to, you know, give us what we have today. And they definitely yeah. didn't get time to rest or anything. Yeah. And it's- that was really pushed, like, I think, to their children and then to us. Mm. That we were always expected to, even in our holidays uh, at school, we would still be told to 
do stuff yeah. whether it be academic work like I don't feel like we got the same play as some kids yeah just the freedom of always being as much as we did get to play in the garden and things I mean we didn't get the socialization and freedom it had to be what did you get done today mm. rather than did you enjoy the time that you spent yeah um and also being people of color I think it's another element of rest that you ancestrally don't have mm. or then have now become kind of ingrained not to incorporate because yeah. you have to work harder you have to show um that you can do more in order to exist or even get some of that pie or whatever you want to call it and that's stressful life exactly. is stressful mm. um depending on your experiences or what in the world like being a marginalized person is stressful so it's like stress doesn't thrive when you keep going and don't take a break right yeah. it's like i remember um well i mean I, I can give you many situations of times where not resting has made me very ill but just a random one that came to my mind was um when my back completely froze mm. and i went to a and d and i was really worried because i thought it was like I don't know what I thought it was but basically all my muscles had frozen and it was like from stress mm -hmm. and I was saying to the doctor that um oh but I have to go to work I have to go to work and then she was just laughing which I understand why now because yeah. they must hear that all the time and it's yeah. like but what comes first like you're going to yeah. be useful useless to work if you're not well yeah and just like her encouragement and just how where our mind goes first and I think it's really messed up that we put our health last yeah well not all the time but you know we do tend to and we just think about work mm. I, I think also just from a crazy scientific point of view like I've been doing a lot of work with embryology and one thing that you notice is in the first like eight weeks of being born and when we have our embryonic cells um, there are two main sacs that exist and one of that is the central nervous system and the um, parasympathetic nervous system together and then it's split by the notochord which is going to become the spine and then the bottom sac is actually your digestive system hmm. and this is microscopic but it just shows you the amount of connection between our neurons that that perceive stress and any kind of nervous system activity mm. and how directly it is related to the gut. Mm, um, yeah, definitely. And that's like now everybody is interested in the vagus nerve and how yeah. much impact that has on our daily regulation and gut bacteria. Mm. And I'm fascinated by all this stuff, but I think what's really important is when we don't allow ourselves to rest, which also means digest, and I don't just mean physical digestion, I mean digesting thoughts, experiences, yeah. um, digesting all the Feelings, work, yeah, all emotions. the work we've been doing, all the conversations we have. Yeah. We don't we don't operate very well. We find we fall to to kind of stress a lot more because we realized well, your nervous it, system goes out of sync. Yeah. You're overwhelmed. Even basically. if you try to convince yourself to keep going, mm. your body you can't do that but when you're praised for resilience mm, yeah it's really hard to say no i need to figure out why every time i see a certain thing or hear a certain word my body starts to react and even though so mentally like, if i someone said to you like oh you've put in like oh my god you've done so much work it's amazing mm. and really you're like you know that it's you really need to take a break mm. and then but that praise almost puts you like oh this is good what I'm doing yeah. so I need to carry on it's almost like a motivation and and it's not healthy <laughs> I think that's the importance of what we want to share with kind of what we've discovered um 
I know as someone that loves the adrenaline of physical activity, mm. sometimes it's just the worst choice. It You do get loads of endorphins and some great hormones that help you build some some happiness. and But that's um, instant gratification, right? It's not long term. Yeah. yeah. But if your muscles cannot rest enough to perform again, what's the point? And in most cases, this is where people fall to physical injury, like yeah. your, your back seizing up. Like that may not have been because of physical activity, but it all kind of holistically acts together. If your job is physical and you are stressed... Yeah. Those two things love each other, so they're just ready to ready to stop that's, you from doing. I think it. that's what happened. Yeah, to be honest, and I was getting really stressed when I was at, at that place at that time as well. So it does make sense. Mm. I think here, like the best, the best thing when it comes to understanding how your specific body needs to rest, because this is what this is about. Everybody's rest is different. Mm. Everybody's time for rest is different. It's great if we work with the seasons and we work with nature in terms of foods and energies. Um, for example, solstices can help us with when to, to reduce or put in energy uh, at times of the year, times yeah. of the day. Well, I think what the basis basic comes down to, what does rest mean to you as yeah. an individual? Mm. Because, it yeah, it means different things. Mm-hmm because some people get physical rest actually and mentally they're exhausted so you may sleep eight hours a day but if your mind is dreaming about work or dreaming about Mm. all the things you need to do like me exactly are you actually resting (laughs) no you don't get to rest um you need a great break up and a shut off and that is the point of sleep it's actually um and you know there's many different studies on that actually eight hours of sleep doesn't work for everybody. Some mm. people take 20 minute naps throughout the day and they function a lot better on maybe three or four hours of sleep even. I think these days, like in the present time, the way humans are like working and overworking and they're not being good boundaries with work with those are people working from home. Mm. I think that people probably need more than those hours to actually truly feel rested because yeah. that's the time, you know, when we're not activated. So our body goes... Um, activates the parasympathetic system Mm. it's the time where we can really rest and relax and um our body is working fine on its own and if we're activated all day there's no that's why people have like you know issues with um feeling sick their stomach going to the Mm. toilet because your body half the time might be in fight or flight yeah and maybe moving away from some of the science here because i mean it all intertwines holistically but i think the key is for you as an individual to figure out and this will be a lot of trial and error what is rest for you and when is that kind of rest appropriate for you what are your what are the key triggers in yourself that you can identify that you can write down that that's what i know this is enough and i need Mm. to stop yeah and this could be from foods this could be from certain people that you end up uh, interacting with that actually stop you from feeling comfortable and having your your nervous system regulate properly yeah it's not Um, always to do with working yeah and it could be setting boundaries Mm. it like rest doesn't literally mean lie in the bed yeah um there are different forms of rest and some are closing your eyes putting your phone down for five minutes and breathing and like yeah exactly like breath work or um meditation people Mm -hmm. find restful for some people it's very activating Mm -hmm. you know one thing i wanted to bring up is yoga nidra Mm. which roughly nidra translates to like sleep so um i guess in western society it's known as like sleep yoga 
Um, and it's just, it's a really great way to relax your body and activate different parts of yourself depending on what you'd like from the practice. Yeah. Some people do tend to fall asleep or drift in and out, mm. but it's very much, uh, I, I really recommend if you haven't experienced yoga nidra, that's something. Definitely. I think like, I have ha- I don't teach it myself I I go to a lot of either your classes or we have our aunt that teaches yoga nidra and I think if anything can help you as a pitta active person from shutting off your brain it is yoga nidra because there is an element of sound of of the mm. way that the practitioner is speaking and the environment and maybe some of the the positions and bolsters that can support the way it's you're also lying well. down this the like i guess what should i call it like the um script so mm. whatever the yoga nidra is for and where they're telling where's the practitioner i'm telling you to focus and what parts of your body to activate like different things are going on different parts of your subconscious are activating um the work is happening with your muscles if we're contracting and then relaxing mm. if we're trying to go into deep relaxation mm. um and i that's why i in my moon circles is very important for me to include yoga nidra working with the theme of the moon at that time to both induce this ability to relax in the body but also connect to the shakti the power of the moon that we're trying to instill in the body if that makes sense yes i think one of the fascinating things that i can't really describe but i'll try my best is this element of shutting off the thinking brain Mm. and experiencing so you're almost letting this voice guide you and you just follow it and you trust it and that's hard for us to do in a society (laughs) where we need to be in control but you get guided through your body and sometimes it's in a in whatever different environment it could be out in nature depending Mm. on if you can do it outside right exactly and you know what it's about your senses your Mm. senses are doing the work not your brain your brain is now the receptor only it does it takes in but it doesn't comment on what's happening and that's really hard for a lot of us especially yeah. when we're constantly learning constantly um producing mm. it is one of the most um it's really hard to describe actually but when that element of you when they say fall asleep it's it's almost just complete shut off um, so imagine your body as a as a, a switch on and off button, like they say that the electrical impulses are in your brain. You almost di- actually think of it more like a dimmer. You turn it all the way down so that all you can do is receive and without having to have any comment, any judgment, any thought about it. And it's very blissful. Um, and I think... It, it can be something that takes a while to get into, especially yeah. if you are somebody that really needs in, needs to be in control of your body or you've had particular experiences and mm. traumas where you really have to protect yourself. But it is one of the most healing things that you can end up doing, especially if you work in a certain kind of stressful job or you're very much um, around individuals that that expect you to be something. Yeah, it's. Um, I agree with you. It's almost like hard to put into words and it's definitely experiential Mm. and like I don't think it's also as simple as explaining what it does or feels like or what we're trying to do with yoga nidra because it's yeah it's very hard to put into words it's experiential and also Mm. I think 
we have to remember different things are relaxing to one another yeah some people think oh lying down and doing that but depending like you were saying with trauma and stuff that might be really activating and anxious for Mm -hmm. you so it's also about don't just like take our word or someone like this is what it feels like but you kind of do have to explore it yourself to see like oh what does this mean it's truly an experience yeah and something I really actually wanted to focus on that I wanted to bring up was rest in relation to guilt. Mm. I think that's very that's important, um, just in general, and also from my um, point, personal point of view, I very much used to feel like bad or guilty for like taking time out and resting, mm. um, or like, yeah, I'm not really sure. I'm sure it stems from something even deeper, but just from the top of my head, I can't really think past that, but. It's just very interesting how we build up that dialogue. Like, where do these words come from? Guilt and um, feeling bad and shame, right? Yeah. And it's like, that's the conditioned response. Mm-hmm. If if you think about when you're in your younger years as a baby, um, infant, up to like 10 maybe or older, like where you're being brought up and nurtured by your surroundings, your family, mm-hmm. the people around you. If these things were instilled within you, mm-hmm. like this important to rest and this mm-hmm. is what we'd make sure in the day you do X, Y, and Z and this is enough. This is how you know it's enough. Yeah. There wouldn't be any shame and guilt around yeah. this thing. I mean, look at a baby. It literally just rests most of the day if it's not eating. Yeah. It learns for a little bit, like it takes in mm-hmm. and then it's rest time again. It's almost like in order to function and grow and grow cells. And, and think about this. A baby is growing its cells constantly. Um, it's It knows how important it is to not do anything. Yeah. And even watching a baby sleep is so blissful. And that's also doing nothing. Yeah, I you know, know, like, for me, it's like cats. Yeah. And you just see how, effort, I remember, like, I can't remember, like, seven, eight years ago when I was doing little like mental health drawings yeah. and I drew a picture like a like a cartoon picture of myself and then I do one next to me of the cat sleeping and it was like they make it look so easy to mm. rest oh yeah they do. it's so peaceful just to watch and like personally for me I I can have like quite a I, I have anxiety and so I do work with like my um cats as a support in terms of co-regulation mm. by seeing it relax and sleeping and like kind of going into that space with mm-hmm, me mm-hmm. um as a hyper vigilant person especially in, at night time like having PTSD if I hear noises now or something that's really loud I try to look at the cat as like mm. my co-regulation because their senses are so yeah, heightened and I so I try to work with that and see that okay they're relaxed so I'm going to try and bring my so that's a really good um way of kind of working with animals and also learning from cats because you know sometimes just i just watch the heartbeat and i just watch the body go up and down and you can do that with yourself but i notice it just it really mesmerizes me and i'm not thinking of anything else um but once again it's like a way one other method which is returning to nature isn't it like our animal like senses and you can really learn from animals, but also just learn from being in nature. I think the value of grounding in rest is yeah. really important. Um, stepping out with your feet on the grass and, and breathing through your feet, visualizing. Or sand, like whatever yeah. your place is, right? Visualizing growing energetic roots into the core of the earth. It gives you a very strong grounding, once again, shutting off a lot of that thinking brain. And the imagination works in this. And visualizations yeah 
But, you know, I can imagine, and also having this experience myself, feeling very silly about being told to go and step out on the grass and breathe through my feet. And most people would either be self-conscious if you're in a public space. Yeah. But this comes back to shame and guilt. And of, ego as well. Yeah, yeah, massive. A massive part of what like stops why us resting, it, right? Yeah, why isn't it okay to feel silly? Why is mm. it not okay just to stop what you're doing? Like, this goes back to what we're saying about shame and guilt. So it's really like, when you have your... Okay, when you feel like it's time to stop and take a break or rest, you, you know, and we're not just talking about throughout the day. We could be talking about, like, a month in your life you mm -hmm. just don't know what's going on right mm -hmm. so it's like what are what are the things that come the wall that you're pushed up against when you say i feel bad mm -hmm. or i feel lazy like yeah. where is that coming from yeah who is that coming be from? curious as well like it's good to journal work through it like yeah. is this coming from you or mm -hmm. is this someone else's voice you're hearing yeah what does this mean like why is this like making you feel like doing something restful is a difficult mm. um thing to do and really looking at those identifying them mm -hmm. and working on challenging them yeah because this is also boundaries you need to have with with yourself yeah and it's easy to fall into that trap of building them up mm. but then actually falling susceptible to oh if i rest then i'm lazy like those old current stories right yeah. they're old conditioned stories yeah and i think you hear more and more people being a bit more honest with you know those people that we appear to see as successful and yeah. very type a very much doing very well in society because we only really praise doing well or people um, only really talk about doing well like yeah social precisely. media is a curation of people's like best moments or yeah orchestrated oh, yeah. pretend so, best moments and, and this is something you have to bear in mind these are great tools but you use a tool a tool doesn't use you and I think social media can be a wonderful form of connecting and, mm. and sharing information. I get loads of information there and I reach different people and I also find new things. Yeah. But I can also notice when um, it's it's enough. And what I'm seeing isn't... When, when I start getting that feeling of, I want so-and-so or why mm. is mine not looking like this? This is when we have to kind of take a step back and understand... Yeah what is why can't gratitude appear without wanting or or, or mm. needing to have the same and and this is all coming to setting boundaries with yourself which i think would be great to do a, an episode on yeah um in the future um one main thing i think we should really stress though is uh rest doesn't look like anything and it doesn't have a specific meaning yeah like we have to use the word rest but is that the typical definition what we mean mm. like it's just um interesting and I think I like that you said that because I was just thinking to myself about the body and mm. somatics and mm. how we really need to move move the feeling through our body mm -hmm. like you're feeling frustrated because you've got stuff to do but you feel like you can't do it like mm. you're burnt out yeah. like move the body yeah shake the body any any way that helps you to release some energy express yourself mm. scream you know that we we keep all these feelings and thoughts inside and then the body also gets scrunched up and you're holding all this tense and tightness in the yeah. physical body right and then yeah. you start to notice oh my jaw hurts i'm yeah. grinding my teeth i've got headaches yeah and it's because it's all being stored in and so something that could see could be restful when you're feeling like burnt out is like shaking the body. Yeah. 
lying on the mat letting um, go lying down yeah lying down on the form. ground yeah um in terms of like us saying it doesn't look like anything mm. i think one of the things i really love when it comes to holistic healing is intuition and once again you have to almost go back and cultivate that intuitive relationship you With have yourself. as a baby yeah. where you know when to rest and eat and move and learn and stop and because you might not know now if exactly. you've been living in that go go yeah. go you might not even know what the signs are for yourself exactly and i think a lot of us might be in that position where we we don't we know something's up but we just didn't know that maybe what we need is to stop I feel like maybe that would have been true for you like a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, I think I... Because you're such a go-go person, yeah. like active. And, and interesting enough, I think I like forced me to stop because yeah. I would persevere. I would continue because, you know, that's what I've been taught to do. And I've had to really learn the importance of resting and saying no to things. And mm. and, and boundaries and resting come hand saying in hand. Saying no to yourself. Precisely, like <laughs> saying, you know what, I'm not going to be so strict with certain things because... It doesn't make me any less myself. Um, what What is my ego telling me that if I can't do this, if I can't uphold this continuously for maybe one day when I'm actually just tired and I don't want to do anything, um, but does that make me a, a fake person or does that make me... Um, inauthentic no it actually no, makes me human. very in, in authentic it makes me an intuitive person who listens to my body um and i think one of and i i think this really uh cements itself with some of the ayurvedic philosophy because of the senses like our our five sense organs or, or what we would call our senses like touch taste smell mm. um hearing um they they all exist to receive and see what's going on and regulate as well right so you know some people say they get cold or hot hands because yeah. it's regulating temperature they work so well when we allow them to and we don't interfere with what they should do mm. but when we want our hands to write faster or we want our ears to hear more than they need to or our brain to pick up information yeah, quicker, they dull their, themselves mm. because they're tired it's um funny i was just thinking what you just said a short while ago and like even we do it with each other like you'll say to me like oh stop now like this is too mm. much like, and i say it to you as well yeah. and it's funny because yeah. sometimes like we said at the beginning of podcast you might be you might be better like you know how you know about rest and you know what you should do but you can also catch yourself off guard yeah. in that sense yeah it's easily done yeah i know that cultivating a relationship with my intuition has been the best way to understand what rest means for me like um really noticing what kind of movement what kind of activity because i feel like so rest, for you yeah is activity and re uh, movement rest for me can be quite physical which yeah. sounds very counter the whole the whole thing but actually it just means a flowing form. Mm. Like I really like um, an, an intuitive movement practice for my yoga practice where I flow between and I make, I like geometry. I like to make uh, the same shapes on either side. And this yeah. actually relaxes my brain because I like symmetry. Mm. Um, and that's rest for me. I'm not out of breath. Um, I'm regulating my nervous system, my left and right brain, my creative brain and my logical brain are being kind of realigned. Um, 
and I get in a flow state mm-hmm. and I think the flow state is something that's really hard to describe but really yeah. important and I think that is one of the ways you can find what like rest is for you so like yeah true what's what's your kind of version of rest well I was just thinking about that now when you were sharing because I think maybe before I would have had things like to go for but I realized for me it's a bit more complicated because I've got like chronic health issues and things like that so it changes Mm. on a it really does change on a hourly (laughs) day-to-day basis and so I couldn't really pinpoint something specific I would really have to feel into what are the parts that I need resting and what feels good to me now and it would change yeah um but something that always tends to like is a good thing is um um guided relaxation yeah. that kind of thing um listening to um certain music mm-hmm. like um classical indian instruments things like that so like my go to always will be something to do possibly with sound yeah but apart from my day to day i just realize like it very much changes depending on what it is i might need yeah i think this is like also important because you can try to be good at rest, yeah. which is basically being productive again. Yeah, um, yeah practice yeah. after rest. And you have to understand that it's a journey mm. uh, of learning what your rest looks like, learning when rest changes for you. Music is, I think, and sound healing is, is such a great way because it helps you set the the rhythm. Yeah. And like you said, depending on what your energy levels are, depending on where your mind is in terms of cognition, mm. what what sound um, instruments, what kind of uh, rhythms, what kind of brain waves can be stimulated. Vibrations. Vibrations physically in the body, yeah. Like, I know how much I love drums when I'm trying to do, like, an intuitive flow because I don't have to think about moving. It almost just tells me what my body needs. Mm. And even, this is kind of uh, something aside, but even TRE, like, tremors, that people have been talking about if you're interested in that definitely look up tre therapy i think it shows how the body naturally starts to remove yeah what it doesn't need or what you didn't even know was there that yeah. needs to be processed yeah. and shifted Trapped because emotion rest can go a lot deeper than what like the definition is in the dictionary like there's a lot of processing that we need to do yeah we don't realize how certain things can trigger us right and you don't have to understand it I think one of the one of the main dualities of rest and non-rest is rest doesn't need to be understood it just needs to happen yeah yeah whereas being productive we feel like we need to understand everything and as much as I love the science behind why Mm. um sometimes I have to tell myself I don't need to understand this I just need to know it benefits me Um, to continue with all the other stuff I want to learn like I'm sure people look at one another or speak to one another and they're like I can't believe that's you find that restful like Mm. I'm sure everybody's heard that one at least once yeah true like some people find playing games yeah restful being online all day that's they're like chatting to people and for some people like that's just very activating and the worst thing Mm. so it very much is on an individual basis but I think the thing that we can all agree on that is very important Mm understanding what it is for you and and you know there's many things you can try like yoga nidra restorative yoga yin yoga go through try them out some might work some might not work for you and slowly you'll start to cultivate 
a kind of practice with rest mm. that you can incorporate based on how you're feeling. You can check in and just be like, what do I need to kind of slow down with? I think it's more of a relationship with rest rather than yeah, practice. This, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, it is. It's it's a relationship with yourself, but basically, yeah, with rest. And it's all rooted, if you think about it, in the first chakra, in yeah. Muladhara. Yeah. Which is the, governs the safety, rest, mm. protectiveness, um, stability and things like that, which I mentioned earlier, starts off as yeah. with babies, as children. Mm. Um, and so grounding is very important and helpful with yeah. that. Because by grounding, you bring yourself into this space. Mm-hmm. And you never know, like your inability to rest may even come from not having that start in life. Um, and there's so many therapies to help with that, whether that be talk therapy, physical kind of things. But it's it literally is about being curious and, and trying to understand the emotion when it comes up, writing down, journaling, feeling through. You don't need the answer today. After listening to this episode, you don't need mm. to know, oh, I know what, what rest looks like for me. It's a journey. Uh, like Kieran said, it's completely... I think the most important for me, I think, personally, is putting yourself first. Mm. And that links with the boundaries as well, right? Yeah. Being on your side rather than the the version that you're expected to put out there. Yeah, or you think you need to be. Mm. So I think we both had a lot more to share in this episode than we thought we were going to. Yeah, definitely. Like, definitely, as we were having this conversation... Um, things came to mind and like personal experiences that I hadn't really thought about um, definitely came up and have given me a new perspective as well. Yeah, definitely helped to shape the conversation. And I think it's been really fun. I think um, fun maybe is the best word, but it's been a really great way of understanding how diverse the idea of rest is and how it really is personal. Yeah, and I think this felt a bit more personal than usual because we've both been really ill mm. recently. So a lot of things have come up with that, even like frustrations with resting yeah. when you want to do stuff and you can't. So it's been like a big focal point in our lives right now. Yeah, that was definitely the reason why we wanted to do this because yeah. we both had different struggles in understanding that we couldn't do what we wanted. Um and how that affected us mentally, I think mm. affected me quite a lot mentally, a lot more than I realised. Um, you know, it also make, gives you so much gratitude as to how much we can do and how much we are doing. And yeah. we love to share that with you all. And, and not to put like a uh, an amount on that. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, this, this is, equates to this much and that much, right? Yeah. So that brings us to a close for this episode. Thank you for joining us. So you can catch me at holisticherbalwisdom.com as well as holisticherbalwisdom on Instagram. And there you can find all of my offerings such as my yoga classes and my Ayurvedic and herbalism offerings too. And you can catch me at lunakind.com for one-to-one astrology readings, healing sessions. And I also do um, moon circles online every new moon and full moon. So there will be one coming in September very soon. You can find all of our information and links in the show notes below. And we hope you have a great day. Catch you next time.